So you, you would use hiragana, katakana, and kanji in the same sentence. So Are you changing keyboards as you do that? You don't need to change keyboards because I just type in the word and then it, it predicts, the t- so I guess, predictive text. And it gives me like a little strip above the keyboard uh, right. so I can choose the spelling or the kanji or the katakana or the hiragana oh. I want to use. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us for the Geopats podcast for a mini episode for the national, which isn't really national, podcast posting month where we do a mini episode every day in November because we're crazy. (laughs) I like that. Thanks. (laughs) So let's let's do a quick language background and then we're going to jump into something I'm very excited to hear about, which is typing in Japanese. So can you give us a quick rundown of all the languages that you are able to use? I grew up uh, speaking Dutch and English at home and a little bit of Russian mixed in for for good measure. Just a little (laughs) bit. My Russian is is not that good. But I lived in Germany for many years. Um, I went to high school there and graduated high school in Germany. So I speak German almost as well as I speak English pretty fluently. And I worked there for a few years after when I moved to the UK. And I used German and Dutch quite a bit in mm-hmm. uh, my work life for a few years. And then uh, being Canadian, I also speak French. So my mom is from Quebec. So we didn't speak French at home, but we started learning French quite early. So I can, I can use French all right. I can get by. I can read quite well. I could read a book in French, but um, yeah. So, and now I'm living in Japan and I've been here for almost 10 years. So now I use Japanese on a daily basis. So there's a few languages in there. There's yeah. a few languages in there. There's a few. You're being very <laughs> modest. There's <laughs> a few. Let's, let's dive into that Japanese. And specifically, okay. I know a lot of people say, what languages do you speak? But oh, forget speaking. I love reading and writing. So let's focus on the, the typing aspect of Japanese. Oh, dear. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we recently covered this. We, d- we talked to um, Dakota Broad from YouTube about his new ASMR side of his YouTube channel. He did Japanese calligraphy ASMR style. And I was Lord, oh. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. And and part of the reason I started to learn Mandarin Chinese is because the script and the, the strokes of it was really, really cool. So I'm inf- infinitely fascinated with different scripts and different ways to create them, including on electronics. Can we start with the cell phone? How, sure. How, how, how? Because we know that Japanese has three or four scripts. It has many scripts. So yeah. how do you how do you type... Japanese into a cell phone into like a message on a cell phone okay well you have a keyboard just like you do in English mm-hmm. so you have a keyboard at the bottom and there are two keyboards provided so there's a hiragana keyboard mm-hmm. now hiragana is one of the writing systems similar to an alphabet it's syllabic because Japanese is syllabic it's the aiueyo kakikukeko it goes on so it's all the you know the the sounds right the vowel sounds, I mean, vowels and then consonant plus vowel sounds. So you can use that keyboard mm-hmm. um, and it just shows the first letter of the set 
I guess. And then you scroll through them. But that keyboard takes forever. I, I'm, I'm not very good at using that keyboard. It's kind of like old style cell phone when you just have like the numbers and the numbers were assigned like three or four uh, letters. Yeah. And like A would be one, two, and three. Sorry. One would be like yeah. A, B, C kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. You press A and then you scroll through. the. It takes forever. I'm not very good at that. Okay. But you can choose an English keyboard with, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's just like a English keyboard. And then you just type out the, the word basically, and it changes it. And it gives you a, a small strip just above the keyboard that shows you the options for mm-hmm. spelling or the Chinese character for it. Mm-hmm. Of course, some sounds and some words have more than one Chinese character. Of course they do. Of course, right? (laughs) Of course. So you have to be able to pick the right ones Mm -hmm. or know the pronunciation. Basically, you have to know the pronunciation of the word that you're trying to type. For example, in Japanese, sometimes I can look at a word in Japanese and know what it means, but I can't read it. Is that the same in Chinese? It must be the same in Chinese, right? It is. Right? It is. Yeah. And sometimes the same character, uh, not, not even just word, but even just, just character can have different sounds to it. So it's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. in Japanese, we have onyomi and kunyomi. And onyomi is the Chinese reading, the mm-hmm. traditional Chinese reading. And then there's a kunyomi reading, which is a Japanese reading, I guess. What? Okay, wait. So you're not talking about kanji, which is using the traditional Chinese. Uh, Hansa characters in Japanese, you're actually talking about there's two ways to read the same thing. Yes, yes. So I'm talking about oh. the kanji. So kanji right. can have, well, it can have more than two ways, actually. <laughs> but it depends on what it's paired with. But it can have let's several stick with, different readings. Yeah, let's stick so. with the, the two for now. Because, okay, here's the, here's the other thing that blows my mind about Japanese is, and I may not understand this correctly, but you use the various scripts in the same sentence with each other, right? Yes. So you, you would use hiragana, katakana, and kanji in the same sentence. So Are you changing keyboards as you do that? No, you don't need to change keyboards because I just type in the word and then it gives me the, it predicts, the, it's, I guess, predictive text. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what they call it. And it gives me like a little strip above the keyboard uh, right. so I can choose the the spelling or the kanji or the katakana or the hiragana Um, I want to use. Okay. So for example, if I type my name, Mm -hmm. right, my name is Lisa, Risa. So I can choose a hiragana spelling or I can choose a katakana spelling. Typically I'd use katakana because that's used for foreign words. So I would type R-I-S-A and then it would show me the options. It would show me the different options Mm -hmm. in this little strip above it. Usually it would just show me the the katakana as the first option. I think it's just, I think it's just like predictive text, right? When you are texting something, it fills in the text for you. Sometimes it's not always the right word or autocorrect, stuff like that. I've, I've heard from some Japanese speakers, they know when they're texting now, they use this predictive text and they just choose, usually they know, well, mostly they know what the kanji looks like, so they, and it usually comes up as the first option. So they just choose it really quickly. And a lot of my friends say that now that they have cell phones, 
writing some of the kanji is has become difficult for them because they haven't yeah. practiced it since school. So when they have to actually write the kanji, they have to think about it or look it up on the phone. I've been places like filling out forms. I am the master of filling out forms. Since having a baby、oh. in Japan, filling out vaccination forms and hospital forms and、mm-hmm. school forms and I'm like master of application forms, so I've learned how to write these these kanji quickly. But、mm-hmm. I've had to ask for help on some of the kanji Chinese characters. I don't know how to write them correctly,、mm-hmm. and some people, even at the ward office or officials, have, I've I've seen them look up how to write it on their phone or what、oh, sure. the, what the Chinese character is. Yeah.、Sure. Sure, sure. No, people are are terrified that that's happening in Chinese too. But honestly, we also forget so, how、yeah. we well we forget how to spell things all the time. I mean, that's why、yeah. one of the reasons that dictionaries and spell checkers and Grammarly exist is you、right. can't keep all that in your head. It, it seems to be happening in a lot of different languages, not just the exotic character ones. Yeah, I'm yeah. impressed that you were writing kanji because the traditional Chinese characters have so many more strokes than the simplified one that I'm learning, and it's it's exhausting to get all of that in there. When you're putting in the the romanization, the Latin characters, what Latin letters, what have you, when you're putting those in, it sounds like the phone is already picking up if it's hiragana, kanji, or katakana.、Uh, usually, when I'm typing something in, like if I'm typing in a verb, it will bring up the the proper kanji, and then sometimes it brings up the grammatical form as well <laughs> for me. Different grammatical forms if I'm texting, because in in Japanese you don't. There is no subject. You can drop the subject sometimes.、Right. For example, we have to say it was fun. In Japanese, we can say fun plus an ending that will show me it was past. So fun、right. is tanoshi, and then it was fun is tanoshi kata. So that kata is showing that it's the past. I had fun. Yeah, it's all one word. What I can do is I type in fun. Like it will show me fun, and then some verb endings. So it will show me tanushikata. It was fun, or tanushiso. It looks fun, or tanushimi. It's going to be fun. It will show me some grammatical options as well. So okay, but that's all one word. I didn't realize that Japanese was what is that word? Agglomerative. That's insane. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Because I was、yes. almost going to、so, say sentence completion, but it's not a sentence. That's still just one word. Y- yes, it's just one word. Okay. Yeah, it、wow. a, and it's a full sentence. You can say that as a full sentence. You don't have to say it was fun. There's no so、okay. it's all smashed together. Okay, so you don't have to consciously think which alphabet you're using as you're using the language. It just it picks up on it and helps you complete that thought. All right. Well, you'll have to come back tomorrow to hear Lisa's answer to that question, because we are producing an episode every day of November, thanks to Nowpod Pomo National Podcast International Podcast Posting Month. <sighs> And with postings every day, I can't fully show you or let you hear the entire interview. So come back tomorrow. We will wrap it up with Lisa and her experiences typing in. Japanese and all three scripts in Japanese. See you tomorrow. Saint Cecilia. 